Well, our guest has assumed the role of acting president of the Long Island Railroad. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right, replacing Catherine Rinaldi. He did double duty for about a year and a half as the Metro North president and the interim LI double uh, R president. Uh, it is uh, with great delight to introduce you to Mr. Robert Free. Sir, it Welcome. is uh, great to have you. First of many appearances, we hope. Welcome and congratulations. Well, good morning, Jay. Thank you very much for having us. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and, and talk up the uh, good workings of the Long Island Railroad. So thank you very much. You know, I read uh, l- read a little bit of the history of Robert Free. For those who do not know, Mr. Free was actually, believe it or not, uh, a station cleaner. I had to read that a couple of times. If you can elaborate on that, that started to kind of all off to you. Go ahead, my friend. Okay, I'd like to start by uh, introducing myself. Uh, as you said, I'm Rob Free, the acting president of the Long Island Railroad. I grew up on Long Island, and I currently reside in Port Jefferson Station for about 25 years with my wife and four children. I commute regularly, and I try to visit different stations within the system from time to time to visit our employees, thank them, uh, to observe station conditions, and, and to experience what the customers do. Um, as you mentioned, I've worked the Long Island Railroad for about 32 years. I started as a station cleaner, which cleans the various facilities uh, throughout the system, including the customer facilities as well as the uh, employee facilities. And uh, as opportunities were made available to me, I worked my way up through the organization, most recently as the Senior Vice President of Operations, uh, where I was responsible for day-to-day operations as well as overseeing the Long Island Railroad's role in progressing our capital plan uh, in addition to that, the mega projects and the Grand Central Madison. Um, so it's an absolute honor to be asked by the chairman to be in this role, and, and I uh, embrace it wholly. Well, how about that? And, uh, you know, listen, uh, to me, what you did way back, very important stuff, having been a railroad uh, a rider for uh, for decades, uh, you know, with all my travels and everything else, clean uh, platforms and bathrooms and everything else uh you know that's uh that's very important very important to ridership uh you know we get a lot of comments robin i'll tell you you know they say hey please give me a clean bathroom remember the years when bathrooms weren't clean and finally they did a whole transformation that is a very important aspect as far as the the system itself you know well i agree i i think you know we all like the big projects the big shiny new things uh but it's the little things that matter as well and those who see me on the trains, uh, I make sure all the lights are on. I make sure the seats don't have tape on them, and I poke my head in the bathroom. Sometimes I get strange looks from the customers, but I, I poke my head in and take a look around and make sure it's clean and in working order, and I surely report back to the department and let them know of things that need to be addressed. So I, I agree 100%. Those little things matter a lot to our customers. No question. The interim president of the LIRR, Mr. Rob Free. Um, Safety is uh, is a key issue, uh, and I know you're going to attack that in a very big way, Rob. What do you have planned to ensure that way of thinking uh, for commuters out there? Very important aspect. Uh, you know, a lot of stations sometimes, you know, you're not chock full of 60 people waiting for trains sometimes. Sometimes you're there with maybe two or three, even solos sometimes. Give me a sense of what you're thinking in that regard. Well, you know, safety is paramount, right? If I wouldn't be sitting in this chair, if I, I didn't believe so. And, and you know, our our focus is safety, reliability, and the customer experience. And in terms of safety, 
Uh, I was actually speaking this morning about scheduling some train rides with the chief of police, John Muller, who, by the way, does an incredible job. He genuinely cares about the system and the safety of our riders and, and really comes up with some innovative ways to, uh, to uh, go after that. So um, I'm going to schedule some train rides with him, uh, particularly like on the Atlantic branch and going out to some of our facilities and, and seeing what's out there and, and what we can do to improve it. And, uh, you know, safety, safety has the various factors, right? You, you have that piece of it. You also have operational reliability. We need to keep our uh, employees focused on the task at hand and making sure they're, they're, they're working safely and ensuring that our infrastructure is well-maintained. That's a, a big piece of safety as well. So those are some of the pieces that we're looking at. And uh, that's a key word right there you use, which is reliability, the scheduling, making sure the trains are uh, on time, getting people uh, to and from tight schedules and everything else. Uh, I am sure uh, in this post you're going to be looking at that as well, right? Yes. It has been released uh, on November's timetable schedule schedule. to build upon the uh, tremendous work that has already taken place to improve the customer experience and operational reliability. Our team has, you know, really worked extremely hard to improve the schedules, you know, between building up consists, adding through service to Atlantic Terminal, trying to enhance the express service, and changing stopping patterns, which has really stabilized our operation and, again, improved the customer experience. So, and I just want to add, a lot of analysis goes into that. They're just not ad hoc changes, right? We look at a lot of data um, such as Loadway, which is sensors on our trains, which uh, let us know how many customers are on a train at any given time. We look at ridership trends and customer feedback, which actually played a, a good role in, in, in these schedule changes coming in November. So absolutely, and, and we'll continually look at it, right? This isn't just something that we're doing to make uh, near-term changes. We want to make it better. We want to look at the long-term. What can we do um, to enhance the customer experience? Things such as you know, the transferring here in Jamaica. What can we do uh, in the off-peak period to reduce the time periods that customers are waiting between a Penn and Grand Central Madison train in either direction? Th- those are the type of things that we're looking at to enhance the service. Yep. Talking with Rob Free, is the president of the Long Island Railroad. Um, customer experience is huge in, in any type of organization, no question about it. Rob, as ridership recovers or at least continues to from the pandemic um where are we at right now as far as the numbers are concerned you know you got a lot of folks that now work at home uh you know everybody kind of going remote these days especially in around new york city give me a sense regarding ridership and the recovery uh you've got the completion of that third track in nassau you got grand central madison let's hit all points there go ahead well, Jay, that, that's another great story. Um, ridership has continued to increase since Labor Day. I'll just give you some facts. Uh, we had the highest daily uh, ridership for the day since Labor Day. It was approximately 249,000 customers for the day. We had a highest Friday ridership. As you mentioned, people telework, and Mondays and Fridays tend to lag. Um, but we're consistently over 200,000 even on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, we had a highest AM peak ridership to Grand Central Madison. Um, and the week before last, we actually had our ha- highest average daily ridership. That's Monday through Friday since the pandemic. We averaged about 231,000 customers a day. And even more impressive, um, the September off-peak, which is the time period between the AM 
and p.m. rush hours, the overnights and the weekends. Um, we surpassed 2019's off-peak ridership for the same month of September by 4.4%. So we're always measured against uh, 2019, right, before the pandemic. So here we are. We're actually surpassing 2019's ridership. Uh, a great news story, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with the service we're providing. No question. No question about it. I will say this. I've been very critical very critical, uh, Rob. It's not on you regarding these rate hikes and everything else every year of the year. You know, the threats of four, sometimes five and a half percent down to four. Congestion pricing, uh, the MTA, how it's kind of run the show. I've been a little very critical of that. I'm not going to hide that. Uh, but, you know, that's something you really, you know, that's that's not your situation involved at this point. There's no question. you got to run this thing. But a lot of people say, you know what? Uh, it's almost like paying a second mortgage and everything else. All you can do is provide key customer service and everything else, some of the elements involved in making this thing go like a fine-tuned Porsche. But in essence, people have a lot of uh, of uh, fiscal uh, type of concerns as far as where we at, where we were many many years ago. Give me a sense of that. Well, understood, right? No one likes paying more money, but I think as we've seen recently with inflation and then prices of everything going up, right? And I think we've been able to hold the line on cost. Um, you know, if you look at the price of a monthly ticket, it's still below the price of a monthly ticket before the pandemic. And I think the regular rate increases, um, you know, are helpful in the sense that they're more predictive and they're not exorbitant, right? So, we, we you know, we have a cost structure. We need to maintain a service. And I think what helps that, again, is providing you know, excellent service to help mitigate those expenses. Um, General Lieber has indicated that there will be a national search uh, as far as a permanent uh, type of president um, where, you know, with your background of 30 years plus, you've been involved in this system for a long, long time. You know, you get a sense saying, you know what, uh, let's let's just kind of make it a permanent deal here uh, with a recommendation and everything else. Uh, I mean, Lieber's even said you have engineered for the schedule changes. You've addressed a lot of key complaints already. Uh, what about the aspect of still on the hunt uh, for a permanent replacement? Uh, what do you say to the chair on that? Well, I have his support, and, and I think he knows how I feel about this uh, this role. Uh, all these experiences that you had mentioned, you know, prepared me for this role as the president. Uh, I do not see it as acting, and nor will I approach it as such. Uh, I would like the position permanently. I wouldn't have accepted it acting if, if I didn't want it. And I will try my hardest to be appointed the position permanently. You know, Long Island, Long Island expects nothing less than nor does the chairman. And, you know, we've had those discussions and, you know, I, I'm going to approach this job as though it's my job and work as hard as I can to improve it. Rob, we'll be following you and uh, we look forward to the next time. Feel free to come on with us anytime you have a platform, no pun intended, uh, as far as the uh, Long Island president, ladies and gentlemen, on this program. Uh, but know that, my friend, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. We'll be following you, and uh, we'll probably have questions along the way. Very good, Jay. It was great speaking with you. Thank you for having us, and look forward to further discussion.